Well, hello and welcome. Thanks for joining me. This is Ross Jones, your business coach, with my weekly podcast show, Bold Business Bites, coming to you from Yorkshire. This is where I have a great conversation with a phenomenal female business boss, and we share some of the bold stuff they do, lessons they've learned, adversities they've overcome, and the fun they have. And then I'll be dipping into my toolkit and sharing with you a top tip. Business can be lonely, so make sure you join us each week and be part of our show. Well, hello and welcome to episode four of the Ros Jones Bold Business Bite Show. Today, I'm joined by Rachel Moore of Rachel Moore Social Media, who was inspired to set up her business by a sign she saw on the back of a toilet door and only ever seeing her daughter in pyjamas. Let's hear more about her journey. And today we're welcoming Rachel Moore to our podcast. So welcome, Rachel. Hello. Thank you for inviting me. Ah, it's a pleasure. It's great to see you looking beautiful as ever. Thank you. So, Rachel, tell me, you're in the business of? Social media training, mainly. Training and management. And remind us what the business is called? Rachel Moore Social Media. Okay. So what's your story, Rachel? How do you come to be here? So how did you get to be here running a social media training company? Tell us your story. Well, it's a bit... (laughs) Yeah, with pleasure. It's a bit long-winded, but it all started originally when I worked for a couple of advertising and marketing agencies back in the 90s. Well, I worked for one and then three colleagues and myself left that agency and set up our own agency. After a few years doing that, I decided that I wanted to change because it was really, really high pressure, mega deadlines and very, very fast paced. And I just decided that I wanted to do something different. So Where was this, Rachel? Was this? It was in Leeds. Okay. Yeah. So the original agency that I worked for was one of the largest in Yorkshire at the time. Oh. And so I decided that I wanted to go into sales. Now, everybody laughs when you say, oh, you want to go into sales for less pressure. But actually, yeah. it was hugely different. And the pressure was much less. And the company that I went to work for was a market leader. And I was only going to stay there for a year just to get some sales experience on my CV, but actually I ended up staying for about six or seven years because I really enjoyed it. But then I had Laura, and then, of course, things change, don't they? Never really saw Mm. that one coming. Never thought that I would be maternal in any way or shape or form, but it happened. And I got a bit fed up of dropping her off at the childminders in her pyjamas, picking her up in her pyjamas and missing out all the fun bits in between. So I started to look for something that I could do from home so that I would be able to do the drop-offs and the pickups when she started school. And I came across, weirdly enough, when I was down in London training, a little poster on the back of a toilet door that said, work from home. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So after a few months of having it in my handbag, just kicking around, I thought, I'm going to read this and see what it's about. And it was actually to work with the network marketing company called Herbalife, Mm -hmm. who have health and wellness products. So I liked the sound of what they were talking about. Nobody had ever heard of the word wellness back then. Yeah. It seems to be very, very misused these days, but nobody had heard of it back then. So I started to learn all I needed to learn about health and nutrition to work with them whilst I also managed my sales position through the day. And the well, the summer that Laura went to school or the September that she went to school, that was when I actually been the sales job and started working with Herbalife through the school hours so it worked really really well Mm. it afforded me to go on pretty much every school trip I never missed a school play 
I did all the after kids stuff, having the kiddies back at home for dinner and oh, all, all the things that most working mums want to do and aren't lucky enough to do. And then in 2008, I decided that actually, I'm sure I'm, there must be a better way of working. I must be able to leverage my time even better than what I'm doing. And people kept talking about Facebook online and I didn't really understand what it was all about because my background was more traditional advertising and marketing. So I just started to have a look and, of course, became absolutely engrossed with it because I just couldn't believe what you could do online for free, having come from an agency where, of course, we charged very handsome fees for everything that we did. Yeah. So really, I just started to soak up and soak up and soak up everything that I possibly could. I went on course after course after course. And really, the whole point was to build the Herbalife business. But actually, what ended up happening was I ended up training some of the Herbalife people, sideline, upline in my team, and found that I actually really enjoyed the training side of it. And it just sort of morphed from there, really. Okay. So what happened to Herbal Life? And are you still involved with that? I am, actually. I still have customers. I don't really promote it anymore because it's a confusing message. But I do still have customers who have been with me virtually since day one. And they love the products. And so, yeah, I still, you know, sell to them. But I don't really do anything more than that. It's all social media now. It was about five years ago, four and a half, five years ago, I made that decision which one am I going to go down? Yeah. And because of my background with advertising and marketing, this just, it, you know, it just had the edge. Yeah, fantastic. What a great story. But I'm, I'm loving that about your sales. So in my business coaching business, when I work with, um, you know, obviously I work with business owners, and one of the common themes that they have is that they are afraid of sales. Mm-hmm. So they think of sales, you know, I, I say to them, what's the first word you think of when I say salesperson? And guess what it is? <laughs> Well, it could just be high pressure or pressure selling, isn't it? It's, so they, the first word they usually say is pushy or sleazy, yeah, yeah. which I also then say is, is very interesting because actually in business, we're all salespeople. Yeah, we are. If we can't sell our business or product, then we haven't got business. So what impact of your interest and love of sales or what impact do you think that had or has had on your business? Well, if I go back a step, actually, when I first went for the sales position, I felt very uncomfortable going for sales because I didn't see my role in advertising and marketing as sales but actually the lady who employed me said well you were the natural fit because you'd already been selling and I said but I haven't been selling because I you know I'm an account director and account manager I don't sell and she said you do when you pitch an idea you're selling it Mm -hmm. and I said well actually I'm only selling it if they haven't got the brief right if the brief is right I don't need to sell. You can imagine the person standing up there and going, beans means Heinz. I bet they didn't have to sell that. Yeah. It's very, it's very natural. But sometimes you did have to put your point over. Yeah. In a logical, sensible order without actually having to be too pushy. So I think the fact that I have presented and I think the fact that I've stood up in front of people all the way through my career has obviously helped me now. Yeah. And there was definitely some sales techniques that you were taught that help you overcome the objections and things. Yeah, Yeah, great. I I guess one of the ways that I help my clients overcome their their belief in of, of sales is to rephrase it, and it's probably quite commonly used now, but it's about educating people to buy from you yeah. so why what what are the benefits of buying from you yeah 
No, no, I love that. I love that story. So, and I guess now in your role, so you can tell us a bit more about your current your your business now. But I guess what you're teaching people to sell to other people, aren't you? Really? Yeah, I am. And and really, what I'm actually doing is no different. Well, I'm training them, but the theory is no different than it was when I was advertising years ago. It's just done in a different way, and it's just explaining to them and taking the fear out of social media the word social media just seemed to instill fear into yes. people yeah. as they did me and the technical side of things it just was so alien to me and it took me so long to learn because I just wasn't a natural techie being the wrong side yeah. of the age group yes, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so it has it has helped me and it, I think it does keep me grounded when I'm trying to train other people mm-hmm. because I understand that they have that fear. Yes, and okay. I don't. I don't need to be pushy, but I need to get across to them that you know they need to find out what their client's pain is, and then tell that person that they have the answer yeah. to that pain. Yeah, which yeah. is what advertising and marketing is all about, yeah. whether it's traditional or online yeah exactly and how do you keep up because it it feels to me that it changes so rapidly so facebook rules and and all this stuff so how do you keep up to date with everything well funnily enough you asked me earlier if i read any books the reason i don't get any time to read is because i'm always having to learn what's going on with the different platforms yeah and that does keep me very busy some of it just happens naturally because you see something new that's dropped onto the platform and you go and have a look at it and work it out but there are lots and lots of things. Some other trainers just take one platform and specialise in that platform, which I can see why they do that, because then they don't have to do what I do, which is try to keep abreast of everything mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. But it's also putting all your eggs in one basket, which um, can be a bit of an issue as well. Yeah. And quite often when somebody comes to me because they don't know how to use Facebook, they actually also want to know how to use Twitter and LinkedIn and it's nice to be able to explain them yeah, all to precisely. them. Yeah. yeah. And how does it work? Do people just go to your website and book on a course? How does it just... They can do. They can go, well, they can literally go to the website and they can, there's a pop-up where they can book an appointment. They can call me. They can email me. There is a section where they can book onto the events. They can see whether I've got one-to-one training, group trainings, uh, one-off trainings, over a period of months trainings. I have all sorts of things that, okay. that go on, including workshops. And it's not just individuals, it's also businesses. So I will go into you know bigger businesses and train for the morning or train for the whole day. Depends what they want. I'm very, yeah. very flexible. Yeah, sounds good. And is it online or do people go to a venue for these courses? It's both really. I can do Skype stroke Zoom calls for those people who right. aren't local. Mm-hmm. But if somebody wants to come to me and I'll sit one-to-one with them, that's fine. But I also run a selection of workshops as well. So that's more of a group training. All right. And that's a reasonably priced training for, for businesses because obviously it's a it's a group. A little bit more affordable than having a you know a one-to-one. Yeah. And whereabouts are they? Harrogate. Harrogate. Okay. But if a company wants me to go to them, yeah. I'll happily go to them. Right. Okay, it's just that it makes it cheaper for people if they come to me. And a lot of the smaller businesses who I'm dealing with, that's what they're after. Yeah. So they're happy to give up a bit more of their time to travel to me 
rather than me having to charge them for my time. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. That sounds fantastic. So, well, then that's brilliant. I love the story. What about challenges in your business right now, Rachel? So what kind of challenges do you experience now? Probably the biggest challenge is staying on top of all the changes because they do change dramatically. I remember when I did my first online video course, which was about five years ago, and that was on Facebook. And the day I launched it, the next day they changed the the look of the platform and it was just heartbreaking. Had to go back in and do several videos again. Another challenge is really just, I suppose, because there's so many people out there that, that say they can train. You know, they're not they're not fully up to speed with things and everybody knows somebody that says, Oh, oh, I can help you with that, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. But you know, other than that, there's it's it's I like it, I really enjoy it. Yeah. There's not that many challenges. Just staying on top of things really is the, the biggest challenge. Yeah. So how old's Laura now? Eighteen. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So she I guess she teaches you stuff as well, probably, doesn't she? Oh no. Oh no. no. She's terrible. Oh, because okay. they do it so quickly. Yeah. It's just it's okay, no yeah. it's no good. You ask them and they show you and yeah. then you go, Can you do that again but slowly? Yeah. And they don't know how to do it slowly. Yeah. So it's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So interesting. The difference in the generations. Indeed. You know, you, you moved for this from working full time for high powered in high powered jobs. Now you've got your own business. What do you love most about you know, the obvious thing was it, it gave you that ability to to share your daughter's um, childhood. But what else? What now? What's the what's great about running a business, especially for a woman as well and well, a mother? I suppose now it's 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 almost gone full circle because Laura is independent. I could actually get a job, but I don't want I to get say, a job. Do you want to do that? <laughs> no, because I, I really, really enjoy helping other people. You could see that with the herbal life and the weight loss, helping people get the results. But now it's a different kind of helping and it's helping people understand the power of social media and what yeah. it can do for their business. Yeah if they'll just invest a bit of time and effort into that. So I love the flexibility. I really love the fact that I'm able to train people and they get that light bulb moment. That's fantastic for me. And I love the variety Mm -hmm. of the the people that I train. So if I went into a job, I get the feeling that if I was just doing social media on one thing, I might get bored. I think you might. Yeah, because I'm just, it's so diverse what I, you know, what I do on a daily basis. Well, thank you. So finally then, Rachel, what advice do you, would you give to um, other women who are wanting to start their own business now? I would first of all say... if you Get on a course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. No, I would say be prepared for a roller coaster of a journey because it is the ups and the downs. Every up is followed by a down, mm-hmm. but every down is followed by an up. Yeah. And I don't think I'd expected that when I first started. I thought it was going to be easy and it wasn't easy. But I wouldn't let that put you off. If you've got a burning desire to do it, I would just go and do it. You know, the worst you can do is fail. But at least you've done it. At least you've had a go. And the chances are you won't fail. If you put the time and effort in and you know your, your craft, I don't see why you should. You just need to make sure that you're visible, which is why you yes. need to book on a course. Yeah, <laughs> and your website address so people know where to go. Yeah, sure. It's rachelmoresocialmedia.com. If you want to go to the events, it's rachelmoresocialmedia.com forward slash events. 
Fantastic. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Enjoyed it. Thank you. In our conversation, Rachel explained how she'd been inspired by her previous sales training to help others use social media to sell, to increase their visibility and get results. Working with business owners, I practically always find a reluctance to sell, which is often a root cause of their business problems. I don't know whether it's a universal issue or just very British that we believe we'll be seen as pushy or or sleazy is another word often used when we want to tell people about our products or services. The fact is, though, that no one if no one knows about us, the business cannot survive. I have to admit to experiencing the same feelings at one point in my business until I read a book by Grant Cardone called Sell or Be Sold. He said that if you really passionately believe in your product or service, then it's your duty to make sure people know about you. In fact, he goes so far as to say that if you've allowed someone to walk away when it's really obvious that your product could help them, well, he says, you shouldn't be able to sleep at night. Seriously, you wouldn't get an off-duty doctor passing someone on the beach with what the doctor could clearly see was a melanoma on her back and then saying nothing. And so it is in business. If we really care, really, really care about the benefits of our services to others, we need to make sure those people know about us. If we don't care, I guess we probably shouldn't be in business. That was a light bulb moment for me. And also, personally, I also had an encounter with a world-class coach at a training event. He seemed to be looking straight at me when he said, Businesses are dying in your local economy. Pause. What are you doing about it? Whoa, that really hit home. So an idea is to maybe think of selling as teaching people to buy from you. You owe it to them, don't you? This has been your Ross Jones Bold Business Bite Show. If you'd like any further information about anything we've discussed today, please just get in touch. Go to businesscoachingyorkshire.co.uk. Please join me again next week when I'll be speaking with another phenomenal female business boss with bold business bites. And remember to subscribe to my show. Thanks for listening. 